Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Step I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Annie. Yes? I've got a question for you. Oh. Did you take any kind of martial arts growing up or did you want to? Ah, uh, uh, no, I didn't. I wanted to. Oh, I desperately wanted to. I <laughs> was quite clumsy and accident prone, as you know. And I was at my brother's soccer game and I like somehow got hurt at his soccer game and my parents became a little uh, careful with what they would <laughs> let me do, even though they did let me do gymnastics. And I, boy, did I bust my face on that as well. <laughs> I fell right on that balance beam. <laughs> I did take, it is not martial arts, but the closest I got was I did take kickboxing in seventh grade and I took Tai Chi in seventh okay. grade. Okay. Yeah. Have you done any self-defense classes? Because most of those are like, has some jujitsu or judo or in it. Did you do that? I did. Um, I did do some self-defense and I have a hilarious story where I was I was in uh, this like soundproof room in marching band uh, and I was with my best friend and I was teaching her how to get out of a chokehold. But we didn't realize until like, two minutes had passed that everyone was staring at us through the glass window and I was like choking my friends <laughs> to their eyes and I had to explain everything. It was all good. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, Perfect. it was quite embarrassing. How about you? <laughs> so uh, I didn't take it while I was growing up, but uh, I do have memories of being in Korea. I guess maybe this was part of our group activities in the orphanage, had doing some taekwondo. Mm -hmm. uh, which makes a lot of sense because I actually knew some of the forms and some of the uh, moves that was practiced, especially when you're a newbie, like the white belt. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, I've never really done it. And I really want to because right now I'm watching all these TikTok videos. I'm on TikTok now and all I do is just oh. watch videos of dogs, <laughs> pets, yeah. people falling and oh, or dancing or martial arts. And there's this one one where this young woman is just going after these like six foot two uh, men. And she's like probably mm -hmm. five foot one, tiny. And I'm like, I want to do that. She's <laughs> badass. But the reason I'm talking about it is because I wanted to talk about more Olympics. Right, mm -hmm. right, all right. And uh, to keep us continuing on with this theme in our attempt to stay relevant. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and being relevant, of course, means time stamping. Might as well do that our episode, mm -hmm. so people aren't so confused if they are listening to this several years down the road. Today is August 6th, 2021, which means that the 2020 Olympics, which was postponed from last year, is going on right now. But we're not talking about results today. We are going to come back to those for some of the women who have done some cool things since our last Women Around the World. But for this mm -hmm. Women Around the World, we are specifically talking about one team which was created by the IOC or the International Olympic Committee. We talked about them in 2016, the Refugee Olympic Team. And we are taking a look at the 10 women who are part of this year's team. And a majority of these women are competing, this is why I thought about it, in judo or taekwondo. And I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. So yes, the, the refugee team was created in 2016 after establishing a refugee emergency fund, which was donated to integrate refugees in sports. And um, they were invited that same year to compete in the games in Rio de Janeiro and again in the 2020 Olympics. So let's look at the women on the team, starting with Rose Nathaiklaconian. Um, and we're trying our best with the pronunciations, but apologies if we messed it up. Um, who competed and also was the flag bearer in the 2016 games 
um, and was originally born in South Sudan and is now competing in track, which I've been watching track and I get so into it. And I'm like, why am I so into this? I don't understand. Those women are fast. Like I, I look so at them fast. and I watch them and I'm like, they look like they're going at such an easy pace, but the way they're out like doing each other, yes. I was like, wow, wow. I would have already mm-hmm. fallen by now because their their feet and legs start looking like the uh, cartoon version where it goes in yeah, circles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a pinwheel. Just saying. I know, mm-hmm. we just completely digressed. And there's Muna Daouk, who's competing in judo, who is a Syrian refugee, currently living in the Netherlands. Um, and by the way, she's been practicing judo since she was six. And I know a lot of these people are, have been practicing it since a young age. Right. Then there's Dina Parunas Langarudi, an Iranian refugee who has claimed at least 34 world ranking medals since 2015. And she's competing in Taekwondo and was the first refugee athlete to compete in the World Taekwondo Championships. Then there's Nigara Shaheen, who is also competing in judo, and she's an Afghanistan-born woman, a part of the mixed team for judo, and currently living in Russia. There's Angelina Nadai Lohalith, who is competing in the women's 1,500-meter race in track. She was originally from South Sudan and is currently training in Kenya. And then we have Afghanistan-born Masama Alizada, who is currently living in France and is competing in the women's road race for cycling this year. Then we have Kamiya Alzideh, also competing in Taekwondo for the Olympics. Uh, and she is an Iranian refugee who has been competing for a while now, including in the 2016 Olympics, where she made history as being the first woman to earn a Summer Olympic medal from Iran. And in sports shooting, we have Luna Salman, who was born in Eritrea, is currently living in Switzerland, where she's been able to train under gold medalist Nicolo Campriani. Then there's Yusra Mardini, a swimmer who not only competed in 2016, but has continued to train to be a part of the 2020 Olympics as well. Currently, she is living in Germany. Mardini left Syria and has been a force during these current games. And another judo women's mixed team member is Sanda Aldas, another Syrian native who continues to compete and is currently being coached by her husband, who are both currently residing in the Netherlands. And yeah, they have been a wonderful team. I know Camilla Alzadeh almost, almost got a bronze. Uh, she did come in fourth in Taekwondo when she was competing. But yeah, it's been a fierce game for all of them. And, and they've done a great job competing this year. For sure. For sure. And as of recording, there's still a couple days of the Olympics left. So (laughs) we'll see what happens. In the meantime, listeners, if there's someone you want us to spotlight in this segment, please send your suggestions our way. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 